Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Respace the floor. Clarkson drives at Matthews, holds his pivot foot, kicks to Bogey. Three right side is good. Bogey has a little something to say to the sky. Looks skyward like finally I hit a three. Clarkson on the near side with his high black socks and his runner's stride works in the lane. Lobs it high to Rudy and dunked it. Beautiful pass. On the post up. Turns left, throws it up. Well short. Put back is there. Jay Sean Tate for the deuce. Cross court out left side. This is EG for three. Eric Gordon with his second three ball. 13 for the game. Rockets up by nine. Scoop between the circles. Left-hand dribble drive. Down the lane and then a two-hand hammer for KPJ. Catch and shoot. Garrison Matthews answering right back. He sprinted into front court after giving up that shot. Took the ball and launched it and made it for a three ball. And the Utah Jazz lose to the Houston Rockets. Yeah, I qualified it yesterday because I knew I might be sitting here saying that. But deep down, did I really believe I would be sitting here saying that? No, I didn't. Deep down, I really thought, no matter how ugly it was, the Jazz would find a way to beat the Rockets at home. And in the middle of the third quarter, I didn't even think it was all that ugly. They had the 13-point lead. It hadn't been perfect. But it had been good enough. And then, oh, 15-0 run. I mean, just give it away in a hurry. Just... Everything to a screeching halt. More than five and a half minutes without a single point. And when they broke that shutout streak, they did it by making one out of two free throws. Jazz are now three and seven in 2022. We thought 2020 sucked and we couldn't wait to turn the calendar to get to 2021. And then it sucked. And now Jazz fans turn the calendar to 2022 and it sucks even worse. Three and seven. It's like a 25-win pace over the course of a full season. It's horrible. And they've done it against some lousy basketball teams, which makes it worse and puts you people in a cranky mood. And I don't even blame you. Stay in a cranky mood. I'm not even going to try and talk you out of it. I'm not even going to bother. Be cranky. (laughs) As PK would say. Because... They're bad at the offensive end in some stretches. They're bad at the defensive end in other stretches. They could really only get their act together for short stretches of the game. And I know they were missing guys. And they still had enough talent to beat the Rockets. I believe that. Obviously, they didn't beat the Rockets. So, credit the Rockets. Matthews coming off the bench in five and nine threes. I do believe it's another evolution in the game. More guys doing what he's doing. It's a set shot, but if you're if you're open, line it up and hit it. And he does it mostly catch and shoot. I mean, it's harder to do it off the dribble, which Steph Curry does and Damian Lillard does, and Donovan Mitchell's been working on expanding his range. It's not there yet. But if you're a shooter and you're a role player, you're in college dreaming of the NBA, and you don't spend 10,000 shots in the summer, Hitting that shot from three steps behind the NBA line. And we've asked Joel about it. He's like, that's a long way. And it is. When it's you're at your end of your career, and that's been a long way your whole career, 
But once you see other people do it, and you're young and you're desperate to make it, do I think some 15-year-old out there in Houston is going to watch Matthews and go do it? Absolutely. And it stretched the Jazz defense out. Sometimes guys didn't go match up with him because it seemed too far away and it wasn't. And other times they did go match up with it. And that's just farther to go if you're going to try and help when they get you in the blender. They get you scrambling. For all the threes they hit, and they had 22 of them and shot 49% from three. At the end of the night, the Jazz doubled, blitzed at the top of the key, and it wasn't enough pressure. The guy was able to make a pass right, right through slash over the double team into the middle of the paint, at which point Houston had numbers. It was a good old backdoor cut, and Rudy couldn't guard everybody, and Bojan couldn't recover, and they got the bucket they needed to put it away. And that was partly because their three-point shooters were stretching the floor. And a good pass to beat a double team. Rockets win 116-111. Now is when I'm supposed to tell you, oh, well, there's a bad Detroit Piston team coming in, and the Jazz can turn it around against them. It's a groundhog day here. Where, why aren't you playing Sonny and Cher right now, Yach? I feel like I have definitely said this before. I'm sure I've said this before. There's a very strong sense of deja vu. Oh, this is also a Detroit Pistons team that has beaten this Jazz. Oh, you had to bring that up. Just saying. You, you and your facts. Get your facts! Oh, wait, you did get them right. Never mind, you can stay there. All right, the Jazz. Man, we got theories on why. Hit us up on Facebook, DJ and PK. Hit me up on Twitter, David DJ James. Most of the theories fall into about three categories. And we will align those categories later in the show. Pistons, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. George Niang feeds Joel. Here comes a double. And B with a fadeaway shot. Good again. Incredible. One of the singular best performances we've ever seen. Giannis throws it off the backboard to himself with a two-hand flush. The two-time MVP saying, I got maybe one more this year in me. Back out to Luka with four and three from the hash mark. He fires. He hits. Timeout, Toronto. Down the lane, Jokic. Euro step layup. Good. That's a travel, a foul as well. Might be the game winner. Outside the arc to the right edge. Craig back to the top. Levert for three. He has had a splendid fourth quarter. I hate losing. So, yeah, of course there's a level of frustration for sure. And I feel like, you know, we have a good enough team to win ball games and be over 500. I mean, I mean, we are who we are. So, I, mean, I mean, I can't even, like, sit here and say that, you know, we, we should be this or we should be that. Our record is who we are. Isn't that a Parcells quote, or did he steal it from somebody else and somebody even older than him deserves it? You are what your record says you are. A lot of people will debate a lot of things, but that is one thing I have consistently heard athletes default to when you get fairly deep into a season. Early on, in an NBA season, you're 5-10 games into an 82-game season. There's time to straighten it out. But the Lakers are 45 games into the season, so LeBron caught himself. Well, you are what your record says you are. It says the Lakers are 22 and 23, and they are incredibly mediocre. A Pacer team, which is not good, 13 games under 500, but which has beaten the Jazz twice, has now also beaten the Lakers. And they did it by coming from behind in the fourth quarter. They trailed going to the fourth quarter. They won the fourth quarter 35-24. They win the game 111-104. That is just super frustrating. When you're the Jazz, you're the Lakers, and you're sure you're the better team. And the standings say you're the better team. you got a better record than the other guys. And you got a lead. 
and the Lakers had the lead going to the fourth quarter. The Jazz had a double-digit lead midway through the third quarter. And you give it away at home, which both clubs did? Yeah. LeBron speaks for Laker fans. He speaks for Jazz fans. It is just super frustrating. I think what's frustrating for the Nuggets is they're winning this much and that Jokic is this good. And yet they're nowhere near a title because everybody else who matters is hurt. I mean, arguably, their second and third best players are hurt. And we know what the Jazz have looked like when Rudy goes out or when Donovan goes out or when Mike Conley goes out. There have been struggles. If the Jazz are losing two of those three guys all year long and the guy who is healthy is going off the way Jokic is going off, yeah, I think it'd be frustrating. I mean, how many years can he have? This is a year of his prime, and it's just wasted because of all their injuries. The Nuggets beat the Clippers 130-128. to 128. Jokic went for 49 points, 14 rebounds, and 10 assists. Now, he only got the triple-double because in overtime he got one assist. And he only got one assist in overtime because he was scoring all the other points. They won the overtime five-minute period 16-14. to 14. He had 11 points and an assist on a three-pointer. And if you haven't seen the assist on the three-pointer, go to social media and find it immediately. Or watch your favorite highlight show, NBA show, and see it immediately. He's doubled. He's a good 25, 30 feet from the hoop. He's on the far side of the floor. They're going right to left. And he guns it cross-court into the corner. And hits the shooter right in rhythm, Aaron Gordon. Easy catch and shoot. Didn't have to step left, step right. Didn't have to catch the ball down at his knees or up at the top of his head. Hit him in the shooting pocket. Eight ball, corner pocket. It's a perfect pass over a seven-footer. On the money. Jokic is doing it all. Literally, doing it all. So the Nuggets beat the Clippers 130-128. to you heard the Bucks highlights there. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 33 points, 15 rebounds. The Bucks beat the Grizzlies, 126 to 111. John Morant also went for 33. That was a slugfest. Back and forth they went. Looked like the Bucks were going to pull away. The Grizzlies reeled them in. Looked like the Bucks were going to pull away. Grizzlies reeled them in. And the Grizzlies are down two starters, too. Now they end up losing the game. But man, you got to admire their fight. It will be a hard out in the playoffs. I don't think they're coming out of the West. I could end up being wrong. Don't think they have the playoff experience to do that. But will they win a playoff series or two? Yeah, I can see that. And will they be a hard out, whoever knocks him out? Yeah, I can see that too. Feisty Grizzlies backing down from no one. Other scores of note, the Nets got a win. Kyrie Irving went for 30. What in the world do the Nets want with home court advantage? You're going to need Kyrie. 119-118, Nets over the Wizards. Kyrie goes for 30. Can they just say we'll play all seven games on the road, pass on the money from the home games? It's our best chance to advance. I mean, this is a weird year. And of all the weirdness, Kyrie Irving only playing road games. I mean, it's hard to believe Ben Simmons is going to sit out a year and miss all that money. But I think the Kyrie situation is even weirder. Rumors floating out there. Simmons to the Nets in the offseason for Harden. Harden reunites with Daryl Morey as GM and with Embiid. Give you the perimeter guy and the big man, the ball handler and the big man. Embiid went for 50 in 27 minutes. Sixers beat the Magic 123 to 110. 
You like the college kid who went back to visit some uh, elementary school teacher? Yeah, kids, we can play. And then you just dunk on the eight-foot rims. What are you doing? Just tearing people. Fifty points is awesome, but in twenty-seven minutes, it's incredible. Are the Celtics going to make a trade and blow it all up? Because it's not going well. They just got beat by Charlotte, one eleven, one hundred two. The Celtics, I mean, everybody's got problems. You know, the Jazz fans think their problems are really bad, and the Laker fans are like, no, our problems are way worse than your problems. Celtics are right at 500 in the East, ninth in the East right now. That knocks them back to 23 and 23. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Got games tonight. Number nine ranked UCLA is coming to town. Man, when the Utes were really good, this was the dream. Get a top 10 Pac-12 team in here. This place would be rocking, be great basketball. Utes are good. They can beat anybody. They beat Arizona regional final. But that was light years ago, and now UCLA should come in and you would think beat Utah. Johnson Center will probably not be rocking. But one day, one day, it's going to happen. He's got to land a couple of great players. Right now, they got a lot of role players, and they will grind. They're 8-10. and 10. They're 1-7 in league. They've lost six in a row. BYU should pick up another win. they got San Diego at home tonight. Terrero's off to a 3-1 start in league, but they haven't really beat anybody of note, just beating the bottom half of the league. Utah State hosts Boise State tonight. Scotty G will have the call 7 o'clock pregame at 6.30 here on The Zone. Idaho State and Weber State, 7 o'clock. It's on ESPN+, Plus. as is the Dixie State-Lamar game, as is UVU and UT Rio Grande Valley. That one's at 6, the other two are at 7. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I feel good. Big steel plate on my foot. That's only different from the, from the left foot to the right. But, I mean, I, I feel good. Just, you know, I haven't did anything like two and a half months. So, you know, just getting back out there, getting acclimated to everything and, you know, getting back to being me. That's Derrick Henry being very optimistic. He practiced and there was contact involved. So that's a step forward. That's another hurdle to clear. But you're down to the eight best teams in the NFL. And there aren't any teams you really look at right now, at least I don't, and say, what are you doing here? We know what they're doing there. These are the best. And he's got a steel plate in his foot. I have it on good authority. I got to pick Cincinnati. He can't be 100%. He hasn't done anything in two and a half months. Maybe he'll come out and put the cape on and run for 150 yards, and that would be awesome. And you'd like to see everybody at their best for the playoffs. And obviously the Titans are at their best when he's at his best. But this is just, this is too much. A bridge too far. Pick the Bengals. Joe Burrow. One more win before he gets beat in the AFC title game. Tampa Bay Bucks coach Bruce Arians has been fined 50 grand by the NFL for swiping his hand at safety Andrew Adams' helmet during the wildcard game against Philadelphia. Arians said that I'll appeal it. It ain't got nothing to do with the game, so we're good. You can appeal it. I don't think you're going to win. I think we all saw the video. It was not a good look. Don't do that. I mean, you didn't throw a punch at his neck. You're not Woody Hayes, so I'll give you that. But still, don't. It wasn't a good look. Don't do that. When you win, it's not as big an issue. And he's winning. 
NFL has filed a motion asking Nevada court to dismiss former Raiders coach John Gruden's lawsuit against the lead, saying accusations the NFL leaked Gruden's emails are baseless, should be dismissed for failure to state a single viable cause of action. Gruden has claimed a malicious and orchestrated campaign was used by the NFL, and Commissioner Roger Goodell destroyed his career by leaking old emails that included racist, misogynist, and anti-gay language. I have a hard time feeling, feeling bad for John Gruden, because that was a lot of emails to write and a lot of swipes to take at a lot of groups of people. For no apparent reason. What did they do to you? And having said that, they do a whole investigation into that franchise and some of the allegations we heard about the franchise. And the only thing that comes out is stuff about this guy coaching on the other side of the country. Yeah, it looks like an orchestrated campaign to me. And John Gruden is not a sympathetic figure in this. I'm not defending him. But if you say, oh, it was orchestrated to get him. Well, he set himself up to be gotten. So I'm not defending that. But I have a hard time believing there weren't any other emails in there and they didn't come out. Hard time believing nobody else wrote or said something that crossed similar lines in similar ways. They did an investigation into Washington and they sunk the Raiders coach. Huh. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. George quarterback Stenson Bennett, the fourth announced he will return to lead the Bulldogs in 2022, while former transfer JT Daniels has re-entered the NCAA transfer portal after playing seven games for the Bulldogs. This is where we are in 2022. The quarterback who won the national title for the school he grew up rooting for, a place he walked on, transferred to a JC so he could play, came back to, has to announce, oh yeah, I'm, I'm staying. Because realistically, he might not be. It's not far-fetched. And a quarterback who was a 28-star recruit at USC who transferred across the country to Georgia, who is undefeated as Georgia's starting quarterback, and Georgia won the national title. He is out of there. Now he's undefeated in three starts and two mop-up appearances. Played in seven games over two years, but three starts this past season. But then he got hurt, hurt, and Stenson Bennett came in and played great. And, you know, one of the wins, they beat Vandy. Yeah. Another win, they beat Clemson 10-3. You didn't light the world on fire. (laughs) Defense won that game. So J.G. Daniels is on to his third school. Who will it be? Where will it be? Will he actually get to win the starting job and keep it? Am I right, Yach, about USC? Am I remembering that he had it and he got hurt? Is that how he lost the job at SC? He did. He tore his ACL. Right. So he's had the job twice. And gotten hurt twice and lost the job to another good quarterback because of injury. And now he's looking for his third pro. Now he hasn't stuck around to try and win the job back or get the job back when there's a coaching change, or which is what's happened at USC. Or when the other quarterback got hurt, which may or may not happen. So he's on to his third school. Former TCU head coach Gary Patterson will be joining Steve Sarkeesian's staff in, at Texas in an off-field role as special assistant to the head coach. He was spotted Tuesday in Austin at a basketball game. Boy, it does seem like there are more of these landing spots than ever for coaches who are at a point in their career where they want to work, but they don't want to grind around the clock. Good gig for Patterson. Smart move by Sarkeesian. But will it be enough? Time will tell. USC is worth trying, though. USC added former Oklahoma defensive back. Latrell McCutcheon is a transfer, making him the second sooner to follow Lincoln Riley to L.A. along with wide receiver Mario Williams. We saw that in basketball here. That's just the way of the world, right? 
We saw Aggies going to Utah because the Utah are the Aggies coach. And we saw Baltimore, Maryland County kids going to the Aggies because they hired the coach. Kids bond to coaches. Uh, what no thing different. I felt to put on there, I should have put it on there. Luther Ellis hires the defensive tackles coach at Utah. Yes, he is. So you legend and if is back. You're, if you're not young enough to remember Luther Ellis, that guy was a major problem go for back, whack schools. Go back to YouTube and watch some of those Throwing highlights. people around. Get out of my way. You are in my way. DJ and PK. Golf. American Express begins this morning at La Quinta Country Club in La Quinta, California. Utah's Tony Finau is in the field this week and will play the first two rounds alongside John Rahm. Desert courses. Best weather you're going to get in the U.S. in January. And guys are going to go way low. Now, I don't know if they're going to go 35 under low. (laughs) But they're going to go low. They always do. And what I remember about this is going to college, and my dad was a high school teacher, and <laughs> mom was a stay-at-home mom, so we didn't have a lot of money, and we didn't go to fancy resorts and spots. We drove for eight hours and saw friends in Visalia and stayed in their house. <laughs> and then we drove eight hours to Reno, and we stayed in their house. Man, knuckle. <laughs> and I said something. I was working in the sports information office, and I said something about La Quinta. <laughs> And everybody burst out laughing. La Quinta? Haven't you ever been to... Come on, you've been to La Quinta. No, I've never been to La Quinta. Where the heck is La Quinta? I don't know where La Quinta is. La <laughs> Quinta. I'm usually usually better with the words, towns, and roads that are rooted in the Spanish language. Hey, I... I punted that one big time. Recently had a person ask me where Lehi was here in Utah, so, you know. Yeah, okay, it happens, right? The road that was a main drag you had to drive on to get to our, our house in San Diego was Hamasha, and it started with a J. Mom would be giving directions. And some, so that's Jamacha. No, it really isn't. <laughs> it really isn't Jamacha. <laughs> it's Hamasha. <laughs> All right. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. And if you're from San Diego and you actually know what I'm talking about, shout out to La Presa, Spring Valley, what up? What is trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing? There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. We're talking NFL playoffs with Lincoln Kennedy, Raider Radio Analyst and a Pac-12 Network Analyst. And Joe Burrow and the Bengals, how far can they go? They knocked they knocked the Raiders out. Can they knock out the Titans this week since there's a steel plate in the foot of the Titans star running back? We'll talk with Lincoln next. Dennis Dodd, National College Football Writer for CBSSports.com. Where's the Big 12 going? Divisions on the way. How might that work? Dennis Dodd at 8 o'clock right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Oh, yeah, and that Joe Ingles guy at 9. Stay with us. This is Jake Scott and Ben Anderson. Trevor Allen, of course, covers the youths for KSLSports.com. Talk about your reaction. Quinton Ganther getting the gig. I think it's a good thing for Utah. That was the only name that, that really came to mind as someone who could come in and, and really pick up with, with what Coach Mack did in his, in his time here at, at, at Utah, and that's to be able to, to continue to bring in top running back talent, develop the guys that are in here, and send them off to the NFL. And Quinton can do that. Here, Jake Scott and Ben Anderson every day from 10 to noon on 97.5. 1280 The Zone, powered by kslsports.com.